0: If Joe Biden becomes our 46th president, how will he handle Iran in the Middle East? President Trump removed the United States from the Iran nuclear deal. He imposed stricter sanctions. He also ordered the killing of chief Iranian terrorist Qasem Soleimani. Well, joining us with some insights on possible Biden administration Iran policy is Foundation for Defense of Democracy's senior fellow, Ben -Ben Taliblu. Ben, uh, Biden's website says he'd return the USA to the Iran nuclear deal. So what would that mean?
1: Well, great to be with you. In fact, I believe uh, then-candidate Joe Biden uh, penned an op-ed in CNN uh, this September uh, talking about uh, compliance for compliance, that Joe Biden would return to the JCPOA, the 2015 Iran nuclear deal, if Iran returned to compliance. The real kicker here is there is an intent to return, but what capability do we have? If Joe Biden doesn't want to deliver premature sanctions relief or pallets of cash, like the administration he served in, or he doesn't want war, which both him and Trump don't want, the really tool, the really only option that he has left with is his predecessor, Donald Trump's economic sanctions. So there is this question of how do you incentivize Iran to return so that if you are the U.S. and want to return, you can do so as well. That's a big question mark that I don't think his advisors nor him have publicly weighed in on in detail.
0: And Ronald Reagan always said trust but verify. So wouldn't it be a bit harder now to return to the deal because of the tighter sanctions that uh, Trump has imposed?
1: Well, it'd be much tougher to return to the deal for many reasons. The sanctions are one, but honestly, Iranian bad behavior is another. And perhaps maybe the third and most important is that the JCPOA, even though the U.S. left it in May 8, 2018, the Iranians and the Europeans have continued to act like that ghost of a deal still is alive and still it in force. And what that means is, uh, in October, uh, at the U.N. level, the international arms embargo lapsed on Iran. Now, the U.S. has an executive order blocking the uh, Iranian weapons transfers or imports. Uh, But if a Joe Biden administration wants to go back into the deal, they could easily lift that executive order. So there's a different nuclear reality, different nuclear facts on the ground today as Iran's program has expanded. And, of course, there's a different international reality. So uh, a potential Biden administration is going to face an uphill battle even dealing with Iran.
0: Well, and the different reality, of course, in the Middle East, how would our allies in the Persian Gulf, the Sunni regimes, handle that? After all, we've seen several of them uh, sign a peace deal with Israel. How would they view this?
1: I think it's it's really prescient that you mentioned the Abraham Accords and the growing kind of wave of normalization between Arab states and Israel. Uh, And that's because they may see this relationship with Israel as a very important hedge. If the perception is that the U.S. is on its way out, that the Iranians are rising, Who is the only other regional power that has been able to check and roll back and contain Iranian power? And the question is quite clear. Over the past decade, you've seen some of the Arab regimes, particularly in the Persian Gulf, Deprioritize the Palestinian issue as the threat from Iran has grown considerably. Now, that necessarily draws them towards Israel. Now, one hopes bonds uh, form between them that are not just driven in that mutual shared security concern, but we can't ignore how important that security concern is, has been for driving some of these regional peace agreements.
0: Well, you mentioned the Palestinians. Now, what if Biden returns us to funding the Palestinians and other funding that Trump cut off? How likely is that that Biden would return to that?
1: Well, I'm not an expert in uh, Palestinian politics, but I do see an unfortunate trend rising. And this trend has been with us in the U.S. really since the end of the Cold War. And it's the political incentive to do the exact opposite on your predecessor, particularly on executive branch issues and philosophical issues. George H.W. Bush had realism. as is governing foreign policy uh, agenda. And uh, Bill Clinton reversed that with two... Uh, Two terms of international internationalism and liberalism. Then you had George Bush campaign for a more humble foreign policy, but after 9-11, really an overextension of the U.S., particularly through democratization uh, in the Middle East. You had Obama roll that back and achieve that 2015 nuclear deal. Then you had Trump reverse the 2015 nuclear deal and revert uh, to some of those more traditional allies we had in the region. So it's likely that Biden may actually try to undo uh, some of the gains Trump has made in the region. It's unclear how that may uh, flesh out with the respect to the Palestinians here. But I think a return to the 2015 Iran nuclear deal and a return to the Paris climate deal uh, is something they're seeking. So if there's something at the executive branch that they can do easily, uh, it, it could actually be within the realm of possibility.
0: And, and I'm sure Israel is very concerned about this, uh, everything unraveling, uh, because obviously they did not have a good experience with the Obama administration. Your thoughts on that?
1: And that's unfortunate because the U.S. and Israel do see eye to eye on so much, and really there's not just shared values, but there's shared interests in the region when it comes to stability, when it comes to the free flow of energy, and really when it comes to not letting Iran get a nuclear weapon. So one hopes that politics can be put aside uh, in 2021 and beyond, and uh, these states can actually focus on some of these uh, shared security and other uh, goals in the region. Um, one has to be aware, of course, that the Iranians are quite adept at exploiting cleavages, and they may want to flesh out some of these cleavages in the international community. Uh, when the U.S. left the nuclear deal, Iran tried to isolate the U.S., um, and Iran benefited immensely from that spat between uh, Netanyahu and Obama um, in 2014 and
0: 15. Okay. Ben, um, ben Tallablu, senior fellow at FDD. Thank you, Ben, for your time and insights. We appreciate it. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much.